0: welcome welcome it is Sunday January 23rd this is your lunar lifestyle manifest with the moon podcast I'm your host Nicole Deval and founder of Oracle City so happy to have you here once again so we are taking a look at what that full moon in cancer felt like and what came after what's happening now being the Sunday and to expect this coming week. So, yeah, just allowing yourself to drop in, taking a big deep breath in and out. And let's talk about some lunar love. Okay. So, we had that big, juicy, emotional full moon in Cancer on Monday, January 17th. It was at 6:48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it was powerful, it was intuitive. If you listened to our last episode, we went deep on it, and we really want to connect to the fact that full moons are all about this time of forgiveness, release, surrender, and learning that forgiveness, taking a look at where you feel emotionally held back in certain areas of your life, that forgiveness is the gateway and the access point to slowly taking off the layers and allowing your truth to come through, the more you're willing to forgive and let go, the clearer your heart is, the clearer your intentions are, and the clearer what you're creating gets more potent and powerful. Okay, so after every full moon, if you do become accustomed to this practice, I find the day after, and I find a lot of people even just connecting with others who aren't even practicing this work, were so tired okay? We are 80, 90% water. The moon (laughs) shifts bodies of water. It means it shifts our energy. And whether you decide to continue to follow this or not, taking time after that full moon to just feel and rest and be is really, really encouraged. And I understand in the Western world, that's not always easy, but it really is an innate practice for you to lean into. So if you can take time to rest after any full moon, especially if you're embodying any meditation or release practices or whatnot, take time to rest. Okay. And that's what the moon in Leo was really kind of calling in. now Leo moon is... I'm the center of attention. I'm comfortable in my confidence. I'm, you know, the queen or the king of the zodiac. And Leo can really indulge in luxury and um, luxe behavior. And it was interesting that that moon in Leo after the full moon in Cancer, and we were so tired, it was okay to rest in bed or work from home or, you know, just really kind of lean into any luxury, food, bathing. Venus is usually the planet of pleasure and Venus is usually Taurus and Libra energy but Leo is very queenly it's very I will have that and I will have that and I will not feel guilty about it okay so that moon in Leo after the the full moon was take time so notice if the things that I'm saying made sense to you and then we had a moon in Virgo you were asked to be diligent be efficient be focused if you could take a look at the details get organized that's virgo energy as we come off of a full moon it is a waning gibbous phase meaning let's settle in let's relax let's not push the waning phase really encourages you do not need to push just show up and take action because we must in our lifestyles but don't push don't Don't drive too hard. Just intuitively show up artistically and creatively and intentionally with whatever work you're doing. If you are involved with the lunar cycles, there's a creator and a creative within you. And to allow the dance of the different energy every couple of days to, to really guide you. Okay? So... If you've started to listen to this podcast every week, what are you starting to notice? You know, come every Sunday and and take some notes. What are you starting to notice? What are you starting to feel? Where do you... Find that this does make sense? What are you curious about learning more? Because I am here to support you. So you can listen to the podcast, but you can also go to oraclecity.ca and you can email me and I can answer any of your questions. You can go to Oracle City Toronto on Instagram and you can send me a DM and I will answer any of your questions as you listen to this and move through it. Okay. So now we are sitting in what is called a waning gibbous moon in libra and we are in that today and tomorrow being monday and libra is harmony libra is relationships libra is playfulness libra is ruled by venus so as well as pleasure and notice if this weekend and monday energy you want to connect with friends or have conversations or You don't have as much heaviness on you. Libra does bring a lightness to it. Um, It is a cardinal ruled sign, so it is also very business and action oriented, but it does have a lighter touch being an air sign, and it will ask you to really focus in love Libra does not like conflict it's not a conflicting energy um, Libra's like let's love and have pleasure and play and so notice if Sunday, Monday that waning gibbous energy if that's kind of where you're at um, and it allows for a time of relationships and allows for a time of deeper connection and also communication driven connection Okay, Air is usually intellect and communication, so Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, all communicative signs. So take a look at Sunday Monday okay? And there, I would say, are four pivotal points in the 28-day phase. So we've got the new moon day one, then a week in we have that first quarter moon, and then two weeks into the cycle we have the full moon, and then now that we've passed the full moon in Cancer, we are coming up to what is called the third quarter moon, and that's three weeks in and a week before the next new moon, and it's the third quarter moon in Scorpio and that is happening on Tuesday, January 25th, and this could feel a little awkward. It could really feel like there's some tension, and then you add Scorpio in the mix, and it's like intense awkwardness or intense tension, and... And that last quarter moon is this opportunity for the tension to be present for you to get really clear on what else needs to rinse away before you have another week to refine completely and allow yourself to plant new seeds at that new moon in Aquarius, which will be on February 1st. Okay, so that third quarter moon in Scorpio is, again, a sense of awkwardness, maybe a sense of tension, and it feels this way because the sun and the moon are basically in, not conflict, but they're opposing each other in this moment, and so things that didn't work in regards to maybe the intentions you were setting over the new moon are now coming to a place for you to dissolve, And the week following this third quarter moon to finally just kind of heal, settle in, soothe, and really allow, again, to sort of let it rinse away. Okay, and that we may not always want to let go, but we need to because adjustments are always being made for you to be your highest purest most powerful self like we're constantly needing to be able to make adjustments okay and tension comes to breed a more polished ground right pressure builds diamonds so we want to reflect on what we've learned at this third third quarter moon something is moving and something is also releasing. So third quarter also says, okay, I'm going to also show you the direction that you're going as you enter into this next 28 day cycle. All right. So don't hold on so tightly. Don't grip on too much. What's meant to flow to you. What's working is your ticket in life. Now, that's not to say if you are setting intentions and there are things that are really important to you on your heart, then yes, we keep refining, we keep setting those seeds and we keep working towards it, but there could be elements or a certain approach that's not working and are we willing to change and adjust in that way? Okay, so if something didn't work out, what's the next approach? And what do you want to take with you? And what do you want to leave behind? This is also a really great time to break those bad habits towards the end of this lunar cycle so that when we approach the new moon Aquarius, you're very clear on, okay, I know that this is not coming with me this time around, but I'm glad it's made me uncomfortable so that I can choose something different as I move forward. Okay, and then with the influence of that scorpionic energy, it's, it's intensity, it's always asking you for transformation. You know, I have found that the deepest emotions are a real pathway to alchemy. So, when you are really, really uncomfortable, there's something on the other side that's allowing you to be your freest self. So, can you embrace if there's a sense of intensity? Okay, and scorpionic energies, sexual, it's powerful. So maybe even looking at those themes, how can I connect to my own power? How can I connect to my own sexuality? How can I allow that to be my truth? And when I embody that, where am I being led? What doesn't feel in alignment? What does feel in alignment? Right? Okay, so that third quarter moon, look out for it. Feel it on Tuesday. Notice and be ready. You know, the great thing is that if we start to follow this, we can be ready for maybe the intensity, the feelings, the breakdowns, what doesn't work or something that might come flying towards us. And we're like, okay, I expected this and I can handle it, right? So then after that third quarter moon in Scorpio on Tuesday, we start to head into our waning crescent phase. This is also known as the balsamic phase. And from one of my teachers and mentors, I've learned that the balsamic is like this balsam. It's healing. It's soothing. It's the last phase before we hit the new moon. It's a dark phase. It's going to ask you to, to lean in okay and it's going to be waning crescent or balsamic phase in Sagittarius on Thursday and Friday and just to backtrack the third quarter moon will be in Scorpio on Tuesday then it will start to wane in Scorpio on Wednesday and then the waning crescent in Sagittarius on Thursday and Friday So Moon in Scorpio says, sex, power, let's look at finances, let's have some romance, let's indulge, let's really connect to even a deeper sense of pleasure. And then Moon in Sagittarius is lighter and says, let's go explore something. Let's go on a mini adventure. If you're in Toronto, Canada, like I am, (laughs) the middle of January isn't the most adventurous time, but you know, we make do with what we have. So Sagittarius says, let's go, let's get out. Sagittarius is also philosophy. What can I learn that's going to expand my mind? Sagittarius is also, where can I start to think about where I want to travel or where and how I want to go and see the world? So we don't necessarily have to always take action on the energy that's being influenced, but we can think about You know, if the moon's in Scorpio and you're not having like an active, rich, pleasurable sex life, how would you like to enhance that? Or if you maybe don't have the biggest budget to travel right now and Sagittarius is pushing you, it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do for this to happen? So all of this influential energy can also be expanded in the direction you want to go. It doesn't always have to be the action that you're taking. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we head into the waning crescent phase in Capricorn, and that will bring us to our next podcast day, Sunday, January 30th. Moon in Capricorn says, Oof, I'm going to take on that difficult task. I'm going to have that tough conversation. Capricorn ruled by Saturn. will get the tough stuff done. All right. And that balsamic phase is going to say, how can I do all of this and how can I do it Gently with myself, embodied, maybe even a bit slow, right? That balsamic balsamic phase says, okay, I'm going to do all of these things and I can slow down. And when that new moon energy hits, I'm going to be like flying again. Okay. So moon in Scorpio, moon in Sagittarius, and moon in Capricorn. And then you'll meet us back here Sunday, January 30th. And we will start to talk about the new beginning of the new moon in Aquarius. And we start a brand new 28 day cycle. If you have Aquarius placements, this is a great time to tune in. And if you're curious about the 28 day cycle, you can listen back to the podcasts beforehand as I've been exploring. You know, the themes for the zodiacs will not change when the moon is in Scorpio, when the moon is in Aries, when the moon is in Pisces. It will usually have a, the sim, similar energy. You know, So when the moon is in Pisces in March and the moon is in Pisces in April and the moon is in Pisces in May, that won't change. You can still lean into the same thing. So the more you know, the more you get to practice. I'm so passionate about this conversation. Please join us next Sunday, January 30th, um, like I said, as we start to explore. That New Moon Aquarian Energy. And just for our offerings, you can join us in Toronto, Canada for in-person ceremonies. We do full moon and new moon ceremonies, but we also have a virtual offering so you can do a new moon and Aquarius ceremony totally on your own and at home. For both of those, you can go to oraclecity.ca and click events. You can get tickets or purchase the virtual option. And then we also have our manifest with the moon course, which begins January 30th everything's around the 30th i guess this month um where i am really going deep on all of the moon stuff and you can read all the details at oraclecity.ca okay we're so thankful to have you and have you listen today if you enjoyed this podcast episode we'd love your support you can share it or you can give us a five-star review on spotify and yeah we're going to continue to share the wisdom of the moon and for more information on all of our stuff oraclecity.ca. I'm Nick with so much lunar love. Good night.